I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Golem. This is Ray, and I play Cammy the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, fine patrons. Welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwistle, and uh, boy, it's a, it's a pinnacle moment in the old Alondia's Next Top Paragon competition. Which, in retrospect, I don't know why they called it that. Um, you really can't have any paragons that's not a top paragon. I mean, it's, it's either you're a paragon or you're not. It's like. Uh, but uh, regardless, they were. I probably had the reasons for that. Um, Londia is a, is a strange place. Um, beautiful, beautiful place. I, I don't know if any of you have ever gotten up there. Um, probably not. It's a, quite, harder to find a farther away kingdom, am I right? But oh my word, how beautiful, how luxurious their, their homes and the architecture, um, the flora and the fauna everything. It's just so wonderful up there. I mean, this part of the story takes place in Glacier Boss, and I just, I feel like it's an exciting part of the story just to really experience it. You know, you'd really, it would be better if you, you know, maybe have visited before, you know, but oh my, just did the, the, just the travel. I mean, it's so far away. I don't, I mean, there's, there's boats, I suppose, you know, if you've got you got a boat sitting around, you could probably sail up there. It'd only take, what, a few few weeks, maybe half half, half a month. Uh, I, I mean, really realistically, let's have I mean, who's fooling ourselves? We're not getting on a boat for that long. Who would? No one. Foolish. But an airship, now that's, that's a thought, right? Um, who amongst us don't look up in the sky when we see those kings of the skies, the, the airship pilots piloting their glorious ships across the skies, taking passengers you know, to, to lands far away, lands that some of us never dreamed we could ever visit, but through the modern marvels that is airship technology, we obviously can. Um, I was just talking the other day with, with a few of my friends, and they all were just so excited about um, some of the new airships that have, have I, I can't do this. I can't. I tried to make it natural, but I just can't do it. All right, you've had your you've had your little commercial for airships, okay? Yes, they're wonderful. Go go hop on an airship and fly right the heck out of this town, I suppose. It feels it feels it feels like um, I feel as if the, the tycoons that bailed me out um, of the lawsuit that uh, I had been put in by those same tycoons. I feel like they did it for nefarious purposes. There, I've said it. I've said it. I've said it. I won't repeat it. I would appreciate it if you don't repeat it. But I've said it. Regardless, um, we were um, at a very crucial moment for the brute force. You know, they'd gone through their their initial fights, their skirmishes, their riddles, you know, all of those traditional, you know, tests of heroes medal, right? Um, and then they killed the guy called Chunky Kickflip or Chunky Mick Kickflip. It's really, um, you, you may think that uh, there was some sort of, of confusion there with the name, but I just want to clear it all out of the way. His, his name was Chunky. His middle name was actually Mick. And then his last name was Kickflip. Um, so sometimes people were calling him by his full name. Occasionally people just refer to him as, you know, Chunky Kickflip. It's all kind of a thing that happened. Um, so don't feel like there's any continuity errors there. Um, but yeah, no, he died. Uh, orphaned a lot of children. And, you know, usually the brute force kind of picks up and moves on from issues like that with, you know, nary a thought. 
um, to the to the death and destruction that has been laid behind them. But in this case, you know, something about the whole incident just didn't feel right to them. They were they were shaken, 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 shaken. They had been shaken. Um, and um, you know, perhaps it was the stress of the situation, but you know, nothing about this competition seemed to give in anymore. They really needed to take matters into their own hands. All right, so let's say that the chunky kickflip situation has resolved itself. His three available children acted as little pallbearers <laughs> and dragged <laughs> their dead father out. Lola now wears like a black armband that's got a little stick. <laughs> Four in the morning. All four remaining teams for the uh, Alandia next top Paragon competition have uh, all assembled in the arena. It's in the middle of a moment of silence for the beloved Chunky <laughs> Kickflip. And the Master of Ceremony says, uh, now, uh, you know, we've, we've seen a lot of uh, death and destruction, but we've lost one of our own today in uh, Chunky, Chunky McKipflip. And, you know, I know we're all a little, uh, we're all a little shooken up uh, by the, the whole situation uh, doesn't seem right to see more bloodshed today on uh, such a such a just a waste of a life. Ugh. Rest in peace, Chunky. Bork kisses his fingertips and raises him to the sky. Uh, so instead of our standard battle royale, we're going to do rap battle style. Um, what? And the crowd, <laughs> the crowd uh, goes wild for the rap battle. We um, don't just have to beat people up. <laughs> oh come on! After after the loss, we've all just suffered. It, it, you know, Chunky McKickflip isn't even in the ground, and you're going to talk about raising a hand against your your fellow your fellow fighter. No, no. Lola looks like she's going to throw up. If you want to fight, you fight with words and with sick crumping. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! What what if we don't have rhythm? What if we forgot that one at home? Mm, well. The, the arena is the great equalizer. And that uh, is my way of saying it's not my problem. Get better at dance moves. What's crumping? <laughs> it's, I think it's more like when you do your hair, when they do it and they get it. And then, you know, it's all crumped. Oh, yeah. And it gets like wavy. Yeah, they crumped our hair. I don't have hair. Either does uh, Ezra. So, I mean, sorry. Either does Radical. That's true. So that, that might be a problem. Maybe the girls could do the crumping. The Lola and Cammy Crump Show. Yeah, you can crump my tails. Do you have a crumping iron? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What was your name, sir? <laughs> sir? <laughs> my name's my name's MC MC. Yeah. <laughs> MC squared. God damn it! I quit. You have a you have a crumping iron. <laughs> uh, that's not a thing. I don't know what you're talking about. A crumping iron. I can't believe this. <laughs> Same as MC. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, the standard protocols are all in your binders, and uh, go ahead backstage. Uh, you know, prepare as you will. Uh, the wardrobe is uh, at your uh, beck and call, and then uh, please return. Uh, we will have our wrap off in approximately twenty minutes. Uh, you guys are handed binders. They are laminated. Mm, magical laminate. Pretty fancy. Magical uh -huh. laminate. And you guys are led backstage again to a waiting area. Uh -huh. The same waiting area, except for now there's a door open to a closet that is full of wardrobe supplies. Though, I mean, at this point, we're probably back in the worry, in the worry zone. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, br brute force. Could we gather around? I have a very important question. We huddle up. Yeah. What is it's it's like a, a poem. Uh-huh. But uh to to a beat. Not very good at that. I can beat people. Gammy, can you do a raps? Uh it's like a like you say like look out for the brute force and here comes the math horse. Oh. Like that mm -hmm. I didn't know there was a horse that could do math. <laughs> oh, oh, sit down, let me tell you. Let me tell you about this horse that how much time do we... Excuse me, MC Square, how much time do we have? Somebody pokes their head around the corner. 19 minutes now. Okay, we'll, we'll touch base on the math horse later, but... Okay, <laughs> okay. You know, buckle, saddle... Get buckle ready. Saddle down, you know? Mort is furiously scribbling in his binder with a quill, with a very concentrated look on his face. Boy, I uh, hope you guys got this covered, because I have a no idea what a rap is. They said it's some sort of... They said it's like a poem. Yeah, poem. Just like a poem. Uh, I, 
I don't know. I don't rap very much or very well, but uh, if we need me to throw a verse out, I think I have a, a like a young MC situation, like a slammer uh, that I can throw in there. But that once again, it's really last case scenario. Bareface Ponderosa kind of kind of walks over towards you guys. He's like, "Oh, hey, are you, you guys worried? You guys worried you're gonna get served? Because let me tell you, you're about to get served. Served what? I, I uh, wouldn't uh, mind some tea." Uh, if you're offering. Oh yeah, can we have a couple? Oh, couple? okay. You guys, you guys, you guys are not, you guys are not hip to the lingo. I see. <laughs> this is gonna be another easy one for the Ponderosa boys. What is Z? Don't think so fast, that Sonny. We're gonna, we're gonna break you like a Baku boy. Yeah. Okay. I hope we're paired up with you first. What's your, uh, what's your group number? No- what's, what's your group? Are you group A or group B? Uh, I don't. Flip open your binder. I, just, I open my binder. Okay, Carly, roll your uh, roll your roll your dice. Uh, three minuses and a neutral. <laughs> All right, you're Group B. All right, <laughs> we're Group B. Oh, well, it's too bad that you're gonna end up losing in the first round and then not meet us at the championship. Okay, because that's what I hypothesize will happen to you. Sure, sounds good. This is me being uninterested in you. I've lost my interest in you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I'm going to walk over here now where my friends are going to prepare prepare raps for you. (laughs) And he walks away. (laughs) What are the other groups doing? Do they look worried or are they practicing funky dance moves? There's a few other groups back here. So there's the Ponderosa Boys. There's a group called Muscle Boy Crew. (laughs) And Muscle Boy Crew is uh, three dwarves and a goblin. (laughs) And they are just oiled. Oh, they are just oiling up even more than they have been thus far. Is the goblin their paragon? No, their their paragon's a, is a dwarf by the name of Gunnar Ragnarok. Nice, I like it. Oh, oh boy, the goblin's their mystic. All right, uh, Lola puts her her hands on Cammy's shoulder, and is like, "All right, um, I have a subset of skills, mag- magic." magic skills that I can possibly uh, use as, um, uh, you know, uh, 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 in the dance mm. part. I, I've got this, and she holds out, like, um, the her big palm full of, I, what did they end up being, the deck of cards? They're like little poppers, like like little 4th of July popper things you just toss on the ground. She's got a, a mitt full of these things. She's like, if in doubt, I will just throw... A bunch of these on the ground and get us a dance crew. Yeah, no, that sounds lit. I'm very excited that you have a plan. Uh, gosh, yeah, no, I gotta come up with what I'm gonna do. Can you back me up? Yep. Uh, you know, that Ponderosa boy, he thinks he's gonna be jumping for joy, but, you know, he's never fetched with anyone like this because we got more over here and he can't miss, and I just don't know. I wish I just knew what a rap was, you know? Because I feel like we could beat this guy if we all put our heads together and we really tried. We could come out on top. We're never going to stop. And everyone's going to say, there goes the brute force. Of course, of course. <laughs> but we don't know what a rap is. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's overwhelming. Yeah, it's, uh... If only. It's like... When you sing your songs, except you talk them instead. Oh, well, that's not near as fun, but okay. <laughs> sure. Can, can we count on you two for the rap part? And, and Cammy, maybe you and I can do the dance part. Sure. I've been scribbling down some words. I'm a bit of a wordsmith, I, I think. Um, I, I think I, I got some something. I mean, no need to prepare then. <laughs> I've always been more of a carpenter as opposed to a smith. But, you know, it's half a dozen. One, twelve of the other, right? That's how the same goes. Listen, the best we've ever done is when we're improvising. So I think that we just go out there and... I don't fucking know. Let's just try. That's how. That's the, that's the spirit of the winner. What do you say, Kimmy? Oh, yeah, we're gonna do... Uh, Excellent! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Who were the the fourth team? You mentioned the Muscle Boys. 
So yeah, the fourth team is a group called the Jolly Devils. They're led by a sand elf named Raven Bedlam. And she's pretty dope. Like, yeah, I mean, she's pretty cool. They got a Yeti. They've got a Saurian that's like a like a Triceratops dude. He's pretty cool. They have a Spriggan. Like, they're a cool group. Like, they're probably the odds-on favorite to win this thing. Because they're just, like, they're just dope. They're really cool looking. Spriggan's like some kind of, like, tree sprite type thing. Right? Yeah. Do we just have to not come in last? Yeah, is there another round after this one? Or is this, like, the final round? According to your binder, two groups will battle, then another two groups will battle, and then the winners of those battles will face off against each other for the championship. Is this is this the last event? This is the final event. Oh, okay. No pressure. Well, as we said, doesn't really matter if we win. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, either we win and and get a a weapon, or they win and the Garion kills them. So you know. Either way. Is there anything that we can do to make Chunky, not Chunky, Bareface Ponderosa, oh, Chunky, and she opens up a, a bottle and pours it on the ground. Um, <laughs> I mean, Bareface Ponderosa win. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of ways to, to yeah, sabotage the situation. Or, yeah, you could throw the final match. That's yeah, but that won't choice. guarantee that, well, I mean, we'd have to make it to the final match. I, I think yeah. it'd be quite good if we, we did win and, you know had Radical Elfagod as our paragon for however short a time. You guys have like 15 minutes here at this point to be like, you know, if you want to try to influence Group A's fight, because what's going to happen is, based on some communication, it looks like the Ponderosa boys are in Group A. Now, you don't know who they're going up against, whether they're going against the uh, Muscle Boy crew or if they're going against the Jolly Devils, but you have 15 minutes to do whatever you need to do if you want to influence that in some way, shape, or form. Sweet. Find out who we're going against, and therefore who he's going against. Yes, that is a great idea. I wander up to the Muscle Boys. But also, can I just look in the binder? If you got their binder, you could look in and see what group they're in. Never mind. Man, Muscle Bound Boys are all slick with oil. Think they got all jacked from years of toil, or is it more like a (laughs) gym-type thing where they're dropping the weights and they're clanging and they ring? I wish I knew what rap. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really worried about this rap situation, you guys. Fuck you for being so funny, Pat. <laughs> uh, I walk up to the the Muscle Boys. Hello, fellas. Uh, how, how's your competition been so far? The Goblin comes over. Oh, hey, hey, how's it going? Oh, hello. Uh, you're you're more right. Yes, yes, I am. And you are. I. Oh, Bosom. Oh, pleased to meet you, Bosom. Yeah. So, uh, pretty pretty cool. We got this far, right? Yes, how, how did you do in the in the first round? What did you have to fight? Oh man, we had to fight wolves. Ooh, inside out ones? I've heard they're quite nasty. The regular regular wolves that it's a strange thing to ask. Uh, <laughs> Mort, it's a strange thing to ask. So, um, do you know what what a group you're in for this uh battle? Are you going against us or uh, against the, no, the Ponderosa no. boys over there? Listen, honestly, since we got back here, we just mostly been doing oiling up. Where did, <laughs> is that listed somewhere to look that up? I, I believe it's in your binder. I will tell you if you're in uh, the binder. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on a second. He opens up the binder and starts flipping through. Mm, 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 you seem to have got quite a bit of oil on those pages, though. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not literate. Um, <laughs> there you go. And he hands over the binder. <laughs> they're in Group B. They're in Group B. So they're against us. Okay. Yes. Oh, in- interesting. Um, well, c- good luck with with that. I hope whoever you're you're against is is terrible, and you you win, and then we can fight in the final or something. Bye. Listen, I'm just I'm just really worried about spreading spreading the word about fitness. You know, as long as we can do that, oh, of course. You know. Oh, I was just going to ask what the oil was for, but hey, never mind. Oh, um, keep away from the uh, sconces around the the sides of the uh, arena. You're quite flammable at the moment, so you know, just just beware of that. Listen, we're always on on on, uh, on concern, uh, high alert with regards to fire. You know, uh, I look at Ezra. Ezra, f- fire bullets. Oh, you want me to burn your bosom, buddy? Mort, I, you're the, we're looking to you as the moral compass of our group. I was joking, Ezra. Don't need to do that. This is. A, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to oiling, but like 
You guys should really work on inside voices, baby. <laughs> yes, uh, that, that's something to be learning. All right. Okay. Hey, I, I've been working on this one. Check this one out. And he, like, puts his arms behind his back and just, like, flexes. And his pecs pop so hard that the oil flies off of it and splashes in your face. He's like, what about that one? I've been working on that one. Oh, that's, it's called a pec pop. That's lovely. Uh, great job there. I walk away wiping <laughs> my face on my cloak. Those, those oil boys are... Uh, Rather gross, to be honest. Uh, I don't like being too near them. But uh, we are we are going against them in the first round. Lola's peering out from behind Ezra's leg, and it's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, gross. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, great. So we got the oil, the oils, the essential oils. Yes, I, I, I was joking about setting them on fire, Ezra. Don't, don't do that. Oh, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. That would be a dishonorable thing to do. I would not do that. I would not bring dishonor to the board. It's fun. You guys know that that means that the Jolly Devils would be facing off against Ponderosa boys. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think they're going to have Ponderosa going to have much chance against the, uh, the Jolly Devils there. I mean, look at them. They're, they're incredible. Well, you know what they say about books. Don't, don't go in a corner and talk to them and expect them to answer because it won't happen. Absolutely judge them by their cover is what they say, and I think you're right. They're definitely going to win because they look the part. <laughs> but so do we, because we have no oil. And that is the key to our success. Plus, you know, uh, Lola is intellectually blessed. Mort has a spectral tongue, and Cammy's a ton of fun, so that's a slant rhyme. You know, I think I'm figuring this out. <laughs> All right, so assuming you're not attempting to otherwise sabotage the Jolly Devils in any in any way. No, last time we tried to sabotage, we, we murdered my squad. <laughs> <laughs> but you did you did stick a ham in someone's bag, so like, true, that you know. Might, that might come up to play. Yeah, like, that was a sweet move. I uh, look over at Bareface and say, how's your ham? <laughs> what? what are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> It's a really, no, that's a really weird thing to say to somebody. And he comes over to you. What are you talking about? How's my hand? What are you talking about? It's an expression where, where we're from in Markheim. Ah, uh, really? What's that mean? What's it mean? How is your preparation of writing raps going? Ah, uh, okay. Hey, I got a, I got a, I got an expression for you too. Where'd your face go? Uh, that's rather rude. That's really rude. Yeah. Well, so I was asking about people's hands. Point well made. Um, my, my face actually um, rotted away a couple of Here's a secret. centuries ago. Here's a secret. I don't care. I don't care one bit what happened to your face. Just so you know. Between you and me, don't care. No one will remember your face because you don't got one, skeleton boy. Well, you won't have one when we're done with you. Oh, you, you figured out what rap is? You're going to wrap my face off now? Damn right. I'll give you a fright. <laughs> okay, keep working on that. Oh, man, this guy's interesting. Okay, well, uh, uh, Group A, in other words, the good group... Is uh, is going up first? You know, give them a good show. You guys can uh, can can follow us. <laughs> good luck with that. You know, have fun with the Muscle Boys. Okay, enjoy your ham. You know, you keep saying that. It's uh, it's making me angry. You know. As soon as he gets farther away, uh, Lola looks to Morton's like, "Are you are you sure that we we can't add just maybe like one person to the kill list?" <laughs> we'll we'll see. We we may have to. And he he's he's. Gets my dander up, if you know what I mean. No, because you don't have hair. I mean, that's rather rude as well, but, uh... Well, no, no, that's just factual. I mean, that's true, yes. <laughs> All right, so Group A heads out, and it is, uh, it's the, it's the Jolly Killers and Bareface Ponderosa's Ponderosa Boys. Yeah, we, we get good seats so we can watch, or watch from backstage or whatever we're allowed to do. Yeah, you guys can see from the backstage area, and boy, they're going all out. There's pyrotechnics, there's backflips. The elves are like doing this weird thing where they're all standing on top of each other's shoulders. So they make just a giant elf tower and the bareface Ponderosa jumped to the top of it. They're not mic'd up super well. So you're having a hard time making out the words because I didn't write that many raps. <laughs> but when it's all said and done, the crowd is definitely in the favor of the Ponderosa boys. It's, it's quite evident that they pulled this one off. What was uh, the jetty people's? dances and stuff like oh the the jolly devils yes well the the spriggan didn't do a lot of good dancing because honestly trees are not built 
to dance particularly well, Groot aside. So it was just kind of stuck there. The weirdest thing, though, is like the Saurian, who was their mystic, just like was not even in it, like was just not even, didn't even look like he was paying attention, didn't even look like he was involved, it was kind of wandering around. And they were the rest of the group was really trying to pull it out without him. But I mean, he was just like looked dead on his feet, just just drowsy looking and just way out of it. So the rest of the crew did great. But man, three against four. There's only so much you can do when you got when you got one bad guy dragging you down. If if anyone comes to give us any food or drink or anything, I slap it out of anyone's hands. <laughs> All right, I mean, there's a gentleman with a cheese tray, and you just smack it out of his hands as on his way by. He's like, "Oh, they're my cheeses. These are all of my cheeses." Have those been pasteurized? We don't fuck with raw cheese here. We got to try to get listeria. It's actually healthy. I pick up a piece of cheese and I throw it near Ezra's head. I say, look, that went pasteurized. Is that a wrap? Is that a wrap? <laughs> well, this is a big joke for you guys. Okay. <laughs> Listen, do you want me to bring more cheeses or not? Because this is like, I can get the tray and bring more, but if you're just going to do this again. Get your stinky cheeses away from us. Jesus Christ. Man, you know what? You just you get you get closer and closer to the top. They get bigger and bigger egos. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Group A is done. Group B gets ushered out and you guys are under the spotlights. The center of the arena, and it's the brute force versus the Muscle Boy crew. You guys are have been briefed on the rules of rap battles, of course. You read the binder, right? Sure, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I mean, I did. We read it. So the rules of the rap battle is it's a two verse rap battle. First verse has to intro your crew. Second verse is attack or defense on the other on the other team, and you just trade trade verses back and forth. That's it. Does it have to intro the whole crew or can it just intro the Paragon? The important thing is that the Paragon is well known. So if it focuses on the Paragon, that's great. It doesn't have to intro the whole crew. I turn to Ezra and I say, Ezra, sorry, Radical, I've got the first verse if you want to go ham, as they say, on the uh, insults and attacking the other people. Sure. What if I just pump up you guys some more? What if we just, we'll do it. We'll do it up. We'll do it. We'll do it. All right, John, why don't you roll, and we're going to see who's going first, you or the Muscle Boy crew. Uh, net nothing. I also got a net nothing, which I probably should have lied about, because now we just have to roll again. Uh, minus one. Negative three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's your choice. Do you want to go first, or do you want to go second? What do you think, guys? We, we want the ball, and we're going to score. All right, so then you guys are going to be up first. So the mic is yours. And by the mic, I mean they don't actually have microphones because this is a fantasy world. What are you, crazy? Anyway, begin. Mr. MC, give me a beat. I, there's, a, there's a whole band for that. I, I don't know, I'm not going to do it for you. Okay, I'll, I'll just a, a cappella, as the kids say. Do the kids say that? I don't know. Okay, so... Now let me tell you about the brute force. Some we got a giant clay man as a paragon. He don't need to breathe. He don't feel no cold. And you can find him where the pies are sold. Don't step to him, boy. Don't take that risk. He got touched by a god and got a diamond fist. Friend to the stoats and that may sound odd, but you don't know radical ever god. Uh, crowd goes wild. <laughs> Roll up, throws the rocks on the air. It's like, holy shit, more? Uh, actually, you 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 do have to you do have to roll for this. So why don't you roll a uh, why don't you roll a rapport? Too. Yeah, the crowd's eating it up. <laughs> crowd is eating it up. Nom, 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 nom. Loving it. So the Muscle Boy crew step up. They're glistening, glistening little gods <laughs> out there in the spotlight. And their number two, also a dwarf named uh, Bildar Copperleg, steps up. He says, we are the Muscle Boy crew, flexing and oiling, doing it for you. We ain't trying to put you down, but we are the thickest Muscle Boys in town. And they all flex. And just like a spray of oil flies off of them. Oh, God. And the crowd is in love with this spectacle. No. They're currently up on you right now. Are we all covered with oil from their flex? Uh, yeah, you're, you're in the splash radius. Yeah. Definitely. Front row to Gallagher show right now. Oh like it's it's moist. Uh, all right. So it's back to you guys. It's back for your uh, your attack or defense round. And this is this is where you got to go all in. So if you Carly, if you want to describe how Lola is uh, supporting with sick dance moves or in another, any other way, shape or form. Now's the time. Oh, boy. Carly doesn't know sick dance moves. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Is there any way that like I could use my message 
to talk to Cammy and we can like synchronize, do like a a synchronized <laughs> dance routine just from like talking about the moves that we want to do in my head, like right before we do them. Your message is 25 words. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shit, I forgot about that. Okay, you can say like 12, pump, shimmy, scrump. <laughs> yeah, you really probably would have needed to spend some of the time prepping that in advance. Uh, uh, this is improv, Adam. Mm-hmm. I do not need to prep it. <laughs> I mean, is there some kind of role that we can do that to that Cammy and I can kind of do together? That's to absolutely. Like, that is a rapport right. role. All right. I should have prepared. I should have prepared. I should have prepared for this. No, listen, Pat. Your your charm is okay. when you don't prepare. That's so is it my turn? I don't. Uh, well, they're 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 rolling some rapport here. So I'm just gonna see what my rapport is to see how in sync their dancing is. Yeah, I have zero rapport. So let's see. Uh, well, one. Ray, did you, what about uh, you Ray? roll? Yeah, it's a plus four. Oh, damn. Okay. So yeah, whatever, whatever sick dance moves you want to work out. So Lola is like shouting out like things that aren't what she's actually even doing. But Cammy's like preternaturally good at this, I guess. And so she is, she is with you lockstep. Yeah. All right. But yeah, now it is Ezra's time to shine. All right. Um, <clears throat> this is my man more. Oh, no skin, all bones. He'll come to your house when mom's home alone. His spectral tongue is his greatest treasure. He's gonna give your mom some carnal pleasure. Don't worry, it'll be consensually. You know he's treating women mad respectfully. It's like, hey, Miss Lady, it's nice to meet ya. Don't be weird, I got a thing for feet, yeah. Don't be weird, no, it's not gross. I know you heard I only got nine toes. And everybody knows that wherever more it goes, he stays collecting all them hoes. Cause he's got hoes, he's got hoes in different area codes, area code. Yeah, we throwing it back to Ludacris 2000. Everybody knows what the various sound is. Lola coming at you with a sonic boom. Reading it out from Cammy's tomb. I don't know how to pronounce tome. Now it's time to send you home alone like Macaulay Culkin. I'm doing this shit. I don't know any more words that rhyme with it. I'm having an aneurysm. I forgot what day it is. Everybody come and see what. We say it is brute force. <laughs> uh, okay, you're gonna need to you're gonna need to roll with a you're gonna need to roll with a plus two. With a plus two, yes. My, I, I got out of control of my runs. That was so good. A, a, a net zero. I fucking spent a week writing mine, and then Pat comes along just. Picks it out of the park. Uh, yeah, so the crowd goes absolutely oh nuts. Please describe the dance scene to me here. How is how is that working out? I think at this point, and we were we were more like shocked that he just pulled this out, <laughs> and like I think at this point, it's more like hands in the air, like ah. <laughs> okay, so then the spotlight swivels back over to the Muscle Boy crew, who like are just like stunned. Uh. You guys seem like you're pretty nice, but that don't mean that we're going to think twice about flexing pecs and popping glutes to bring a message of fitness to all the youths. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's what they got. Uh, the crowd is not really interested in their fitness message at this point because they're still really jacked about this, uh, this skeleton uh, and his, uh, his excitement for ladies at this point. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so the crowd is definitely on your side. Congratulations, you guys have won Group B, the semifinal challenge. We have to rap against the Ponderosa Boys now? Now you guys got to rap against the Ponderosa Boys, yes. So you guys head back. At this point, when you guys get backstage, uh, the Ponderosa Boys are not there. It's obviously that they've been taken somewhere else. Uh, so you guys are separated before this final and most important rap battle. Ezra, that, that, that was incredible. To think you didn't even know what rap was. That was, that was amazing. <laughs> I think I had an aneurysm. <laughs> Everything got very spotty, and I lost control of my battles. I think <laughs> you'll never know. All right, so do we want to just fast forward to the uh, the final battle at this point? Sure. Okay. So you guys are back out in the arena. It's you. It's the Ponderosa boys. We got <laughs> Bareface Ponderosa staring you down. 
with his stupid human face <laughs> and his three elf friends just looking real sketch, except for Ruva, who who you guys are, are friends with at this point. I give him a nod. <laughs> yeah, he gives you kind of like a what's up. What's up? What was that? What was that elf's name? Or told us about the poison. That was Ruva. Yeah, it was Ruva. Well, Ruva saw you guys. Saw you guys do the ham thing. Right. Saw you guys handbag bareface and didn't uh, didn't spill it. Didn't spill the beans. Yeah. Specifically, didn't tell us about the poison, which is why Chunky's not dead. But he told us that there was. He didn't play that way, right? He said he wouldn't snitch about the ham, but when we asked him what was in the bottle, he wouldn't tell us. He didn't say what it was, but he did say he didn't approve of those methods. All right, but yeah, I guess it's kind of moot because at the time you guys were in a different type of battle. It's tough to poison your opponents when it's a rat battle. True. Or is it? So he probably hasn't discovered his ham yet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There's no strictly speaking intro that needs to be made of anything at this point. It's just kind of freestyle for the final battle. Uh, but it is two. It is two verses again. I'm just gonna lay it all out there. So then, go ahead and roll and see who. If you get to choose who goes first, or if they get to choose who goes first. Minus two. All right. So they have won the roll, and Bareface Ponderosa looks over at you and says, "We'll take this one." Radio, enjoy your ham. <laughs> this guy. I would like to do something while they're doing their opening thing. Like right after he starts, mm-hmm. I want to use my message to just start talking at him <laughs> in his head. <laughs> and I'll just go through like a fucking grocery list. <laughs> like <laughs> I'll start naming different kinds of capicola, Italian hot sausage, <laughs> like Various ham products. Okay, he's going to try to deal with that. He's a very well-trained rapper, but he will have to take a negative two. You're going to have to make an Arcana roll, which I'm sure you will make. But... Oh, yeah, I got... Actually, oh no, what? you don't have to make an Arcana roll because you just oh, burn yeah. a fate point for that. Yeah, burn a fate so, yeah. point. So you can burn a fate point. That's fine. And he'll take a neg two to his performance roll, basically, at the end of all of this thing to, for this one round. So, Bareface Ponderosa steps up, says... Ponderosa boys up in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now let me in. Let me intro this killer crew. We got Fomar here. He's my number two. Pulling digits with his eyes, his cheeks, and his skin. Did you notice how his face is covered in skin? Uh, Ruva's the mystic, the arcana type. The most magic missiles to get you all hype, brave, and proud. A true elven tradition. Let me point out that yours is half chicken. Ethan's our sage brought up on the streets. Let's run through the qualifications that he meets. Walks the walks. Talks the talks. Uh, is not a three foot tall baby fox. And then he just <laughs> turns around, steps back. Crowd's going crazy. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. He said the thing about the fox. It's so inappropriate, <laughs> but I am appreciative of it in the moment just because of the way it worked out. He did rhyme skin with skin, though, so, you know. Uh, that was because she messed him up. He, he was supposed to say chin, but he said skin <laughs> twice, and it was really just unfortunate. So, yeah, that was their first round. Uh, the crowd's pretty into it, even though he messed up by rhyming skin with skin. <laughs> Flips over to you guys. I guess I'm up. Um, uh, MC, got got that beach yet? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Forget about it. Don't, don't worry. Uh, I'll, I'll do right, I've been I'll, working on it for the last 15 minutes, but that's fine. Um, keep, keep working. You'll be a master someday. Uh, so Mort gets up in front of the crowd, says, uh, Who am I? I'm Mort McCoy. I look a little skinny, but that's just a ploy. I'm a skeleton, so I'm made out of bones. But don't take me. Your menu ain't got the stones. What are you doing? You're acting like a doofus. You can't handle me, and you can't handle Rufus. Find your place in the family barrows, because if you mess with my crew, then I'll fill you with arrows. (laughs) Time spit about my main gal Lola. Master of illusions, yeah, you know she's gonna roll ya. She'll take down kings, she'll lead those revolts. Blasting all the winners with her arcane bolts. Watch out, don't be close when she sings. You better tape up your ears like she tapes up her wings. Now look at her through her with a glass darkly. Don't call her a bird, she's a badass harpy. <laughs> I'm gonna use my, my arcane bolt and press the digitation to like right behind me go like boom. Gotta roll for it. Yeah. One, two, three. Four, wait, four, five. I add for poor, right? Yeah. Minus one. Wow. Okay, but the the arcade bolt really made it. Yeah, I mean, it really sealed <laughs> sealed the deal. Uh, slammed that last point home, pretty hardcore. Very good. But the 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 Ponderosa boys are not not that impressed. They're just like, come on, look at these guys. You know, they're no selling it. They're no selling it real hard. And that's kind of turning a little bit of the crowd to their side a little bit. Finish them off, Ezra. 
don't, well, it's their turn it's first. Turn. Oh, okay. <laughs> finish them off in a minute. Get ready to finish them off. That's right. So, Bareface Ponderosa, back to the back to the station. Like, I don't even need anybody to say nothing for me. I got this. That guy, he can't get anybody's name right. And you know why he can't get anybody's name right? And the crowd, a few people in the crowd say, why? He's, you know why he can't get anybody's name right? Why? Because I don't respect you enough to learn <laughs> your name. He steps right up to Ezra's face. He says, your hairline is misaligned. Nothing left of your clay mind but gray slime. And while I slay rhymes, the word through the grapevine is your face blind. And he spins around and just gives a bow to the crowd. They're not as impressed. <laughs> they, they thought it was a little lame. But there's still a few people clapping because they think that's, you know, the obligatory thing they were supposed to do at this point. They are technically up on points right now, but they are rife for destruction <laughs> in the last round here. I rolled real poorly. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I rapped real poorly. <laughs> this bareface fellow has levied some very serious charges against me of face blindness <laughs> and of gray <laughs> slime mind, which is uh, slander or libel. I'm not sure which one is printed and which one is said. I think it, I think this I think this one is slander. This isn't this isn't my rap, this is me stalling for time because I still don't really know what I'm gonna say. But, you know, yeah, he did have some things, you know, some things, right? A slow like, murmur starts to go through the crowd. And Ezra turns around and he's like, I'm not a smart man. I don't know what rap is, but I know enough to know what a trap is. Lola took a bunch of ham, stuffed it in your sack. Your man main Ruva saw us do it behind your back. He came to me. He said, can't you see my Ponderosa boy? He's up to no good, mean. That's a weird <laughs> rhyme. I tried to force it in the way Lola did with that ham flap with your skin. I don't <laughs> trust you, man. Your rhyme's a whack. You had a vial of poison. That shit was black. That's why Chunky's dead. That's why we're doing this shit. I'd rather shoot you in the face because you know I can't miss. That's right. I've accused you of a deadly plot. You put my man Chunky in the ground to rot. Now his kids are all fatherless. His wife is sad. She's a widow. He's not a widower. This shit ain't glad. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should go back to your house. You're acting like a bareface bitch. You really a mouse. I just tried to get a gender insult. I'm feeling kind of weird about that. But when you come to me, you step up to the mat. <laughs> like a boxing ring. Like a boxing ring is a mat. It's a mat. It's a boxing ring. Bareface Ponderosa unslings his backpack, reaches in, Pulls out a slimy pineapple slice. <laughs> we all point at him and go, HAM! <laughs> we just went HAM! That is now canon in this world! <laughs> and congratulations, you have won Alondia's next top paragon. Now, of course, I know what you've been thinking this whole time, uh, but I've been asked several times in the years hence uh, that I've told this tale. Um, Everyone always seems to have the same question, you know. That question, of course, is, Jasper, could you have done better? And, um, you know, I will say that, um, you know, for, for all of uh, Ezra's talents, uh, and he, he, he was possessing of many of those, uh, quite certainly, uh, but for all of his, his talents, um, he was not a bard. Uh, he would have been the first to tell you that. Um, he was, he was he's more of a punchy punchy type of person you know, certainly not a bard uh, so can you really compare you know, a layman's um, rhythmic chanting uh, to the work of a, of a true bard no, uh, not a classically trained bard like myself um, and I was uh, classically trained for a short period of time so I feel like I can say that but you know, of course, don't get it, don't get it twisted. You know, <laughs> uh, trying to be a little hip with that. Um, I don't, I don't mean to say that he did not do a great job, because obviously, outstanding, outstanding work. Um, but I mean, you know, stick with what you're good at, buddy. Is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> you know, don't, you don't see me walking up, punching people in the face and mispronouncing their names. So, you know, leave the performances uh, to, to to the. To those of us who are trained to do so is what I obviously uh, told him later on when we had uh, some time to, to discuss it. He agreed, you know. Of course, that was more my forte, and um, you know, I, I brought the question up to them, uh, the brute force in general, many times um, in the subsequent weeks. That 
uh, after uh, the uh, Longdia's next top Paragon contest of, you know, why, why exactly did they win in search for a fourth member of their uh, crew? Um, just walk up to some random person in a, in a line somewhere uh, and ask them to join, and, and, and not in fact, you know, perhaps ask someone who had traveled with them uh, for for several days, weeks at this point, I suppose. Um, you know, maybe, maybe for example, someone who had proved their mettle uh, in several occasions, uh, brandishing swords and um, fighting off dreaded hedge hairs, things of that nature. But you know, I never did get a straight answer to that. Uh, but no matter, you know that 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 was uh, that was done. Alondia's next top paragon. The contest was all over. Um, which uh, you know, if you're expecting parades and uh, denouement at this point, well, you're sadly mistaken, buddy, because the climax has yet begun to climax. Um, well, I mean, of course, we've begun. Um, we've begun climaxing at this point. You know, I'm going to stop using the word climax. I feel like, even though it is a, is a word that has a rich tradition in uh, describing um, stories, and it's a very important part of, of, of any story, I feel like every time I say the word climax, you know, you're kind of snickering. Uh, there's a peak, I suppose, of every story, and uh, if you feel like maybe we've reached it, <laughs> hold on to your seat. But don't, don't actually hold on to your seat. You're actually going to have to get up and, and, and leave the seat fairly soon because uh, Last Call is uh, closing in on us. Um, but until then, make sure and, uh, you know, get a couple more drinks. Um, it's a, remember, it's a two-drink minimum here, so if you haven't had your two drinks, uh, make sure and sort that out and make sure to tip your Minotaur bartenders and I will see you here next time at the Gilded Ram Grockhouse in Tealoo. Boy, howdy. What an exciting and adventurous episode that was. That was, like you said earlier, a very Ezra-centric episode, but well, well worth it. Spitting fire. You'd think it would melt his face. It doesn't. It's made of clay. Forged in a kiln. Made for this type of thing. Maybe that's how Ruth forged him. She just spat fire all over him. Uh, not likely, because she wasn't a dragonborn. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us for this episode. We have a couple things we want to talk about. Just real short. We have, uh, on the Patreon, we have a new tier. We've been talking about it kind of nonstop, because we've got these cool dice. The hybrid D6 Fate dice with the Brute Force logo on one side. They're purple. They're metal. They're heavy. They're awesome. But you can get a set of those dice by pledging on the Brute Force Patreon. We don't have a ton of them, uh, so it's only the first 40 people that pledge on that Brute Force Patreon at the $20 a month level will get a set of those dice. It's a set of four of these awesome metal dice. You can check them out if you go to patreon.com slash brute force. I can't wait to get my hands on a set of those. They look incredible. They're so shiny. If they were in Aerith, then Lola would have stolen them for sure. Absolutely. And those are made by our friends at Die Hard Dice. Check them out on Twitter at Die Hard Dice. Love that company. Love the people behind that company. Just good folk, honestly. Yeah. And good dice. I think that's the important part. Good people, good dice. Die Hard Dice. Their slogans are roll with the best. Well, now their slogan should be good people, good dice, because they're good people and they're good dice. So, you know, just take the advice. So speaking of good people... We have some good people that have left us some reviews. No, you don't say. Like this one, Love It by Skrillachtika85. Skr- I only started listening to podcasts in December 2017. I binged Hello from the Magic Tavern, which led me to Trunks and Dragons, then Random Encounters, then Cthulhu and Friends, and now on to Brute Force. Five stars to all. Wow, yeah. That's a, lo- that's a lot of podcasts in not a lot of time. The fact that you're able to get through Drunks and Dragons in that amount of time is pretty impressive. You must either have a lot of free time, a long drive, or you work in a situation that allows you to listen to podcasts all day, which uh, is the dream. We listen to them at like three times speed. Uh, Everyone sounds like a munchkin. Yeah. Yeah. In which case, I'm sure that they had no idea that you said their name when they were were hearing uh, (laughs) this little part. Because I'm sure Scratch Latchtika 85 at three times speed just sounds like 
like what I would imagine an insect that like is devouring the inside of your of your brain would sound like. I, yeah, that's probably exactly what that sounds like. It's a well-known sound. Uh, also, there's this great review by Adam Kobiela who says, I enjoy this thing. This is the third podcast I've tried from Geekly, and it is excellent. Good characters, plenty of laughs, and Adam does a great job narrating and game mastering. You should listen also. Well, good news, Adam. They are listening. Everyone who is listening to this agrees with you, I think. They might not agree with my doing a great job. They could not like me and like the rest of you, I suppose. It's entirely possible. I mean, likely, really. Okay, okay, okay. You know, <laughs> it's getting a little... A little intense here. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we'll throw those out. You can follow me at the Adam Bash. You can follow John here at at Nutza. N O O D Z E R. You got to get a special keyboard to press that Z button, but go ahead and do it. It's worth it. Yeah. To follow him. You got my boy Pat at uh, what is it? Pat Rankin. Pat underscore. Patrick underscore Rankin. Patrick underscore Rankin. Uh, animated me with the Aces threes is for Carly. And then Ray is M R Unladylike. And we're at Brute Force Cast generally. And you know what? While you're at it, follow uh, at Geekly Inc. If you don't already yeah. do that, why would you not? You know. And I mean, there's other people. Uh, follow. Adam Kabila at Adam <laughs> underscore Kabila, maybe. It could be. That could be his thing. Thanks for listening, and we'll play you later. Uh, be intrigued. Uh, ham. Crush on the flip side. Hey, uh, thank you to everyone for sponsoring our Patreon. I now have a glass. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Never thought we'd get there. Such a long time coming. Drinking out of glass containers. Started at the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> Rockefeller over here. <laughs> my, my college roommate, Billy Goat Chad. His dad would always say that. His dad was from Queens. It's a real grumpy. Anytime he would get Chad's credit card bill, it would be like Easy Mac. You know, rotisserie chicken. Who you think you are? Fucking Andrew Carnegie? You fucking Rockefeller? Who the fuck do you think you... Jesus Christ, Chad. It's a damn sin. Your balls, Chad, must be the size of Texas to pull this shit with me. Freaking Big Mike. Did you call him Billy Goat, Chad? Yeah, because he smelled like a Billy Goat. For a semester. Then he fixed his diet and stopped smelling so bad. But we moved to an apartment off campus, and there was like a Wendy's right in the apartment complex. And he ate Wendy's twice a day. And he'd come home with like a bunch of burgers and then like a side salad. He'd be like, it's healthy because I got a salad. like... Nah, dude. You just ate four junior bacon cheeseburgers and a frosty. Like <laughs> that tiny little Caesar salad didn't do any heavy lifting, my man. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> four junior bacon cheeseburgers, chess. A damn. Who you think you are? You fucking Norman Rockefeller? <laughs> Andrew Carnegie? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Chad. Your boss must be the. Su- your grandmother works for the plumbers union. And you're here with your junior bacon cheeseburgers. <laughs> Damn. Oh, and uh, we went and stayed with his grandmother. We went to Queens and stayed with his grandmother, Dari. And uh, we met her friend, honest to God. Her friend's name was Evelyn Devlin. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What? Her name was Evelyn Devlin. And she talked That's illegal. like that. <laughs> and when Jeff was like, not for him, Pat. He's a Jew. She goes... <laughs> You're a Jew! <laughs> yeah, Evelyn Devlin. I am. She goes, you tricked me with your Irish name. 